Welcome to Pleasant Grove Church, where Reverend Dr. Classy M. Preston is the pastor. A place where the Word of God impacts and transforms your life. Let's listen to a power-packed message already in progress. Pastor Preston for giving me the opportunity again to bring God's word forth. Um, I'd like to thank my wife and my family for being supportive of me and making sure that I stayed on task leading up to today. Um, it's been a, a busy week, but thank God. I'd like to thank my friends and my neighbors who have given me words of encouragement and um, have, have keep me lifted up in prayer. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you for today, Lord God. We thank you for allowing us to be back in the sanctuary, Lord God, and we look forward to the day where we can be filled up again in giving your name all the honor, the glory, and the praise, Lord God. Heavenly Father, as the word comes forth, I ask that you remove me from the picture, Lord God, so that the people will only see you through your word, Lord God. I ask that your word bless somebody, Heavenly Father, and bring the people closer to you. It's in Jesus' name that I pray, amen. amen. Who am I? When someone responds, who am I? To a compliment, it's a way of saying that Thank you 
but in a braggadocious way, letting people know that whatever you did is your standard. For example, if I say to Minister Derek, hey, Minister Derek, man, you played them keys today, and he responds, come on now, who am I? <laughs> right? Or if, if I cook a meal for my boys on the grill and they say, Dad, you put your foot in that, and I say, well, come on, son, who am I? <laughs> right? It's, a, it's saying without saying, I know it was good, but this is my standard. Jesus went around telling people who he was, and still, yet, there were some people who chose not to believe him. For some, the evidence of who he was was so strong that they figured that it couldn't be right, that something had to be wrong. You ever go to balance your bank account and the evidence that you are broke is so strong that you sit there recalculating, thinking, this, this can't be right. <laughs> Those were the Pharisees. <laughs> or the reverse. You pay all your bills and you have a significant amount left over. So you start thinking, what, what did I miss? I had to forget about something but what you forgot about was that little blessing that God sent your way. So everything is going to be all right. God is concerned with faith. That you have enough faith to believe in him to the point that you establish a relationship with him. When you study your Bible, you find that every time God moves on earth and does a miracle, it's because somebody believed. Somebody had faith. Faith opens the door to miracles. Everybody wants the miracle, but a lot of people don't have faith and therefore the relationship with God. One of the most important experiences that any of us can ever have is to have enough faith to accept Jesus Christ and enter into a relationship with him for the first time. Jesus said in John 10, 14 to 16, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. He wants all of us to be in a relationship with him because he loves us. He wants us to be where he is, to get to know him through his word, and to spend time with him. Even those who don't have faith, he wants you too, so that you can be a part of his flock. A relationship with God is not a project, it's a process. I'm gonna say that again. A relationship with God is not a project, it's a process. In the book of John, John records seven instances in which Jesus revealed his identity by using the phrase, I am. The name by which God had revealed himself earlier. And similarly, John records seven miraculous signs that Jesus performed. For the Jews, the number seven represented completeness, wholeness, a finished work of God revealing his purpose, 
for the world. In John 6, 35 through 40, Jesus declared who he was 17 times, who he is and who sent him. The signs in the book of John were obvious who he was, right? He turned water into wine as to not embarrass the bride and groom at their wedding. He healed a royal official's son without laying eyes on the boy or even touching him. He healed a man who was an invalid for 38 years at the pool, never touched him. He just told him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. And the man did. He fed 5,000 with five loaves and two fish. He even walked on water. He healed a blind man and raised Lazarus from the dead. And yet still, that wasn't enough. People still came to him and wanted more proof, more signs. How much more proof do you need? My mother once told me, when a person tells you who they are and shows you who they are, believe them. When someone tells you who they are and shows you who they are, believe them. Don't be like the Pharisees. Don't need another sign, right? And it's, God is at work. Minister Bonita said exactly what was in my sermon today. God has delivered us all out of situations. Situations that we thought were impossible. Something that we thought there was no way out. There's no way I can get out of this, but you did. Paul states in Acts 17, 27, so that they, so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. God is with us all day, every day, but are we with him? He makes, the straight, he makes the path straight for us, yet we make decisions not to follow. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Some of us will ask the Lord to order our steps and then step out ahead because we don't have faith and or relationship with him to hear his instructions in the spirit. I'm, I'm going to give you an example of that really quick. Let's, let's say this is point A. That's point B. I'm going to ask the Lord, Lord, here I am. Please, Lord, order my steps. What we're expecting is to go like this. Not a problem. I like this relationship. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Some of us sometimes... We ask the Lord, Lord, please order my steps. And he begins to walk and we do this. Man, that is so beautiful. And he's still walking. He's waiting for you. And, and you sitting here like this. Some of us even do this way and we start going the opposite way. After asking the Lord to order our steps. God never said that the journey was going to be easy. He never said that it wasn't going to be without trials and tribulations. 
He never said that it wasn't going to be without obstacles. The journey looks more like this. Lord, please order my steps. And you begin walking. You begin walking, and it's, it's easy in the beginning. But then you get to a point where there's an obstacle. What you should do is sit down and begin to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for where you brought me thus far. Lord God, I know this is an obstacle, but I also see it as an opportunity, Lord. I come and I praise your name, Lord God, for being who you are in my life. For bringing me thus this far, I know I wouldn't have made it to where I am without you today. Lord, thank you, Lord God. I praise your name. I lift you up, Lord God, because I know this specific situation is temporary, Lord God. I know that you have gone before me to make a path straight, Lord God, to clear the way. And I thank you, Jesus. And in that opportunity, here comes someone else who don't know Jesus. We're so focused on the obstacle that we may miss the opportunity. If someone sits down next to you and you can testify and give your testimony to bring someone else into the kingdom of God. Thank you, Lord. Do you know Jesus? No, no, I don't know him. No, you don't know him. Let me tell you about my God. That is what a relationship in the journey with God looks like. Nobody said that it was going to be easy. Nobody said that it was going to be without obstacles. Nobody said it was going to be without trials and tribulations. But my God, my God. Ooh, Jesus. Let me say this, this is not part of my sermon. This is, this is God working. I had a dream last night, and I've only shared this with Shannon. Um, this is for somebody either here in the sanctuary or somebody else out there. I had a dream. I'm from New Jersey. I grew up on the Jersey Shore. I've fished a lot in my lifetime. My dream was I was on the shore fishing. And I caught a fish, and the fish was jet black. Scales were jet black, eyes were jet black. Not a fish I've ever seen. I pulled it in, there were six other fish already there. My fish was the seventh. My God. I had asked a bunch of other people who were there fishing, other men who were also there fishing, what, it, what is this? I, I've, I've, it's fish I've never seen before in my life. I've, and they said to me, oh, we, we throw those back. That's trash. We, we don't know what they are. We don't know how to use them. They're trash. If anybody knows me, they know I love to cook. There is no such thing as trash fish. <laughs> no such thing. You just don't know how to use it or prepare it. There is somebody out there who feels that they are trash. You are not trash. The men on this earth don't know how to use you. God knows how to use you. 
He knows your worth and he knows how to use you. Don't let anybody tell you that you are not worthy. Don't let anybody tell you that you are worthless. They don't know what to do with you because they've never seen somebody like you. Mm, my God. My God. You have to have faith in the process. On May, in May of 2010, we were living in New Jersey. Shannon had gotten laid off from her job. I was in Afghanistan working as a contractor. And after a bunch of long talks, we made the quick decision, and trust me, it was quick, to move to North Carolina. On faith, she and I moved here without jobs in sight, nothing. We moved into our home, the first time I had ever seen it, and we both were like, well, what, what do we do now? Like, we gotta find work. <laughs> Shannon, her degree is in fashion design and merchandising. And as we all know, there is none of that industry here in North Carolina. <laughs> I'm in IT. And so I found a job fairly quickly. We didn't just move us here with Sean as a baby at the time. We also moved her parents who were living in New Jersey with us also. But it was our faith that God was gonna line things up for us was the reason why we moved. If it weren't for that faith, I can tell you wholeheartedly right now, we would still be in New Jersey. Sometimes you have to get out of your own way and walk by faith and not by sight. But you can't do that if you don't know who's leading the way. Now, faith doesn't mean that you won't be tested. There were days where I had to fall on my knees and call on the only one who had done it for me time and time again. The king of all kings, the ruler of the universe, the alpha and the omega, the God of my strength, Jehovah Jireh, a God that would provide a God of my praise and my faithful God. God who is my rock, the living God. El Shaddai, the almighty God. Jehovah Elohim Yeshua, the Lord God of my salvation. But I thank God that when I called out to him, he didn't answer by saying, who am I? He answered, my child, I am. Thank you, Lord. I'm here to tell you that he's already there. He's already given the provision and that he's already made the way. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord, my God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Amen. What a mighty word from disciple. I, I, I don't know. I shouldn't even use that word. Disciple Dwayne Stewart. What a mighty word. Can we give God praise again for this man of God? Amen. 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 My sheep know my voice. And all you got to do is follow in the direction of Jesus. Amen. And he will lead and order your steps. Amen. 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 So if you don't know who Jesus is, someone's watching and you're trying to figure out who is this Jesus that he spoke of? Who is this Jesus that we sing about? Who is this Jesus that we get so excited and we get so, you know, emotional about? Who is he? Well, I can tell you right now, there's only certain things you can do, and that is confession. And Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, that thou shalt be saved. Amen. So if there's anyone just watching that's ready to give your you know, life to Christ, um, we're going to pray this prayer together, and you can just pray along with me. And all you got to say is, Dear Lord, I admit that I am a sinner, and there is nothing that I can do to save myself. I ask for your forgiveness. At this moment, I believe you alone are the one who bore my sins when you died on the cross and rose from the dead. Today, I turn from my sinful life and I invite you into my heart. I will trust you and follow you all the days of my life. Thank you for saving me and for hearing my prayer. And it's in Jesus' name I pray and I thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. If that's your prayer and that's your confession, begin to give God some glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
8. Or visit us on the web at www.pgc-carry.org. Thank you again.